we'd like to welcome you to our emergency freedom alerts for May 2nd, 2022. And uh, go ahead and start us off with the uh, rotating warfare prayers. This is the strategic warfare prayer. And then I've got a very interesting study to do today. Um, go ahead and start us off in some prayer. Father God in heaven, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we come against and oppose all satanic operations, manipulations, subversions, tactics, and plans, which are designed to hinder, press, uh, prevent, or frustrate God's original plans and purposes from their swift manifestation taking place in the correct time and season. We come against all satanic alliances and confederations worldwide. Let every evil effort and endeavor fail. Cause the news media to be caught in their lying manipulations so that only truth is brought forth. <clears throat> We ask that every satanic strategy of prohibition and limitation placed upon the body of Christ by the dark side shall not prevail. We pray that all invisible and visible walls of, operation, of opposition, restriction, and delay will be exposed and destroyed. God, please confound the devices of the wicked plans of the enemy that they have crafted so that their hands are not able to perform their evil enterprise. Save those that can be saved, O Lord, but th those that cannot be saved, overtake them in their own crafty and devious ways. Let them fall into the own pits that they have dug for the righteous let the fire of god devour them let them turn on and consume one another and have them in total confusion and derision and lord these are those that will not repent these are those that will not be saved and you do know the beginning from the end we loose the hosts of heaven to war against the hosts of darkness to bring an end to all deceptive secret and destructive measures designed to destroy all of god's creation and defile the world according to first john 3 8 for this reason was the son of god made manifest that he would destroy the works of the enemy father god overrule all strategies tactics and curses of the enemy by the power of the name of the lord jesus christ and his shed blood <clears throat> and overthrow all spoken words enchantments divination spells hexes vexes curses witchcraft prayers and every idle word spoken contrary to god's original plans and purposes according to isaiah 54 17 and break the curses associated with all of these ceremonies rituals utterances and their plans to bring about a chaotic bloody revolution in worldwide to usher in martial law and a new world order father god we pray their plans shall be uncovered and shall not prevail and shall be frustrated and unable to achieve any impact and that their wickedness and violent verbal dealings would return upon their own heads if they will not repent according to Psalm 716. Father God, we humbly ask you to reveal every hidden agenda, plan, and cover-up uh, in the secret shadow government regarding their attempts to manipulate end-time current events which would, lead to the which would lead to the destruction of your Christians and the innocent. Please send divine, powerful, angelic forces against their diabolical plays to frustrate and expose them so that they will, will be dismantled. Dispatch legions of warring angels and any other kind of angels necessary to enforce your perfect will on the United States and on all the earth. Release your divine strategies and revelations upon the, any righteous person in government worldwide. Fill them with your Holy Spirit and cause your divine wisdom and courage to come upon them. Cause them to be like a holy trumpet shedding light upon the dark hidden secrets of the wicked. Send a spirit of confusion amongst the camp of the enemy. Let their tongues be divided, and when they communicate it, let it be incoherent and misunderstood. Arrest those that operate in the spirit of Jezebel or Belial and any and all other wicked spirits. Cause them to be caught in their own lies and conspiracies. Let them not be able to resist the spirit of truth or gain any ground in the natural or spiritual realm. Cause every evil spirit that is released from their diabolical assignments to be cast into the abyss until which time they then be cast into the lake of fire and that none would be able to come to take their place. Please cause all these prayers and future prayers to take on the characteristics of divine projectiles in the spirit realm so that they will accomplish your will. We seal this prayer by the blood of the Lamb, and we ask all these things in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. 
Amen. Okay, so starting out, this first report here is entitled, We Are Fearfully and Wonderfully Made. Fetal Maternal Microturism. Um, chimerism. Uh, we think of like the word chimeric or chimera is like in a negative context and you know 99 times out of 100 it is regarding like these chimeric uh, nephilim type creatures half whatever half this you know like the humanzies that, that I've reported on in the past um, these are you know those types of subjects but this is actually called micro chimerism and this is actually something that takes place uh, when a woman is with child. And this is just amazing. When pregnant, the cells of the baby migrate into the mother's bloodstream and then circle back into the baby. This is called fetal maternal microcherism. For 41 weeks, the cells circulate and merge backwards and forwards. And after the baby is born, many of these cells stay in the mother's body leaving a permanent imprint in the mother's tissues bones brain and skin and often stay there for decades every single child a mother has afterward will leave a similar imprint on her body as well even if pregnancy doesn't go to full term or if you have had an abortion these cells still migrate into the bloodstream now obviously the longer uh, the the baby is within the mother the more these cells are going to migrate <clears throat> research has shown that if a mother's heart is injured fetal cells meaning the cells from the baby in in her womb will rush to the site of the injury so if a mother's heart is injured the fetal cells will rush to the site of the injury and change into different types of cells that specialize in actually mending the heart like, you know, fixing it. The baby helps repair the mother while the mother builds the baby. Now, the, the I think that when that maybe might not be the case is if you had a mother, and this is so common, that had all kind of went into a pregnancy with all kind of nutritional deficiencies. Um, and then you've got the whole thing now where what if the mother's vaxxed and what if they're, she's got the COVID vax? That's a whole other obviously we're, we're dealing then with chimeric type of nephilim type of potentiality there where you know is the baby even going to be born fully human these black-eyed babies that we've talked a lot about um the nanocircuitry and the COVID. now that's a whole other can of worms this is what we're talking about here is is if is if you know the mother is healthy going into pregnancy and everything works out well Okay, but if the mother went in there, and let's say she wasn't even vaxxed, but she had all kind of nutritional deficiencies, um, which is common because the soils are depleted. And even if you're eating organic foods out of de depleted soils, which is actually common, you're still not going to get, you may not get the proper nutrition. And this is, again, this is why a lot of times women will have those maybe strange cravings that they've never maybe had before they're trying to get something inherently to build the baby that the baby needs and this is why they have those cravings okay 
Um, they're trying to build another human inside them. That's a tremendously depleting process. And if you're already depleted going into the pregnancy, well, it's going to deplete the mother and the baby's also not going to be... Um, the baby's going to actually be born in a depleted state and the baby may not have formed. Like, you know, folic acid, low, low folic acid, you, you tend to have um, uh, spina bifida or spinal cord potential issues there. Um, there's there's different levels of that, but there's all kind of deficiencies that if the baby has, then the baby might be born with a cleft palate. It might be born with spina bifida. It might be, you know, then, you know, you take the baby and then you vaccinate them with all these horrible, wicked vaccines like the first day. The Hep B vaccine, that's intelligent, yeah. Sexually transmitted or IV drug use is the, is about the two main ways you get Hep B. So from sexually transmitted diseases or IV... I mean, I know a lot of newborn babies that are into IV drug use and they're really sexually promiscuous obviously I mean that's a really common problem for newborns I mean I'm obviously being as sarcastic as I can be and then that then that creates a whole other but see Satan knows all this and this is why he's tried made sure that we eat a very depleted diet and we're filling ourselves full of GMOs and drinking chlorinated and fluoridated water and getting all the vaccines and then heavily heavily relying on Med medications most people are on multiple medications now i guess um i i haven't ever been on a medication consistently like in my whole life i've i've taken some just for maybe like when i had my knee surgery or way back in like the 80s and stuff yeah i'm not saying i've never taken the cyclina box i don't anymore because i've got the five miles silver protein and i keep my immune system at a high level and this is how you avoid meds you try to do it as close to the way that god nature has provided and there's ways you can easily do that let your food be your medicine type of thing so um this is why that's been such a big part of the ministry because we're body soul and spirit and if the devil can get us depleted from a bodily standpoint when most people are and you're only as strong as your weakest link you could really be on fire for god but your body may not be permitting it's like the the spirit is willing but the flesh is weak what jesus said um it's like that it's in and so i'm really big on let's bolster let's strengthen the body let's supply the body with everything it needs let's keep the body detoxified so that these big problems don't happen and then that which if they do they might hinder our calling might hinder you know what god's called us to do with our lives i think that's more more common than it is uncommon you know just one of the many devices of satan that we don't want to be ignorant of um so you know ideally the baby helps repair the mother while the mother builds the baby and again too when a mother has the baby and let's say it's typical okay and i would say that this is pretty typical probably worldwide but the mother goes into the pregnancy she's in a very toxic state her liver needs cleansed her colon needs cleansed um which has a lot to do with hormonal activity it has a lot to do with so many things 
she's already depleted she goes in there she's trying to form a baby and then she gets all these cravings and then she just puts on all this weight because her body is inherently trying to get something that it's not getting so she will put on a ton of weight in order to build the baby and it's like the food that she's eating is most likely very um deficient in nutrients micro minerals macro minerals um vitamins phytonutrients these types of things it's very much of the time very deficient in those things but it's very abundant in calories ideally if the food she was eating was well supplied with the vitamins the minerals the phytonutrients and these types of things she wouldn't have the cravings to near the same extent as she would eating depleted food she's eating empty calories so the body's still going to be craving the same things before and after so she ends up putting on a ton of weight and then she has the baby and then she can't lose the weight um and you know the her liver if the if the liver's not cleansed particularly then her hormones are all out of whack um which again is more than normal plus that not only that there's so many what they call xenoestrogens that are in the environment these are these wicked type of synthetic estrogen cancer causing things that just wreak havoc on both male and female hormonal systems this is a big reason why men have become so feminized and so many men I, I guess it's just the norm now from what i hear that hrt hormone replacement therapy for men is just you know what are we going to do if that goes away i've seen posts about it like on facebook and stuff like T trt testosterone replacement therapy and i guess that's just normal everybody needs that and i'm like i purposely try to keep mine lower but i've got a clean liver because I tend to get too aggressive if my testosterone's too high. I'm not doing any TRT. I'm not doing any hormone. And I know I've done stuff in the gym and can still do stuff right now that most people can't do. And I'll give God all the credit for that. But um, I don't have any problems with so many different things. Um, putting on muscle, things things I, I just... I don't know. I, I just... I think it's because I've been doing alternative health for so long and it's so second nature to me. It doesn't mean I'm better or I'm not talking down to anybody. It's just that I know that if other people were doing this, they would be, they'd probably feel the same. But for the most part, men's hormonal systems are so messed up because there's so many effeminizing things that they're doing to themselves. Drinking beer being one of the worst incredibly high in uh, hops is incredibly high in estrogen getting the xenoestrogens from plastic water bottles and those um, receipts that we touch and and things of this nature it's it's in so many of the the foods um having a gummed up liver all of these things are going to feminize a man and they're going to wreak havoc on a woman's hormonal system as well and it's just going to create all kind of problems. And this is more the norm, unfortunately. But I guess it's just norm now that if you're over 40, if you're over 30 or whatever, so many guys, I guess, are on steroids. They're basically on TRT. Now, my question is, is 
when you put yourself on TRT or, or a woman puts herself on hormonal therapies, it's all well and good. But what if there come, what if there comes a day when you can't get that anymore? And that's what they were posing online. They're like, what, what's going to happen if we can't get TRT anymore? Testosterone replacement therapy. And I'm like, guys, do you understand? And, and women too. If you're on hormones, if you're on progesterone or estrogen or whatever, do you realize your own body from the moment you went on those started shutting down its own natural production of those very things you're taking? You're creating what they call a negative feedback loop in the body. And, and what that means is that, okay, if my, as a guy, if he has a certain amount of testosterone in the body, and you start giving yourself exogenous testosterone, meaning you're injecting it or you're taking it in pill form in the form of steroids. What that does is it tells your body, I'm getting all the testosterone I need. What little I'm producing, I'm going to shut down that. And I understand, yeah, there's things you can do to bring that back. But the longer you stay on, I mean, if you were already low, the longer you stay on it, the more your testicles shut down. And this would be true for women on progesterone or estrogen or whatever. More, more their hormonal system shuts down. And then if you ever had to get, and a, a lot of times too, there's side effects because it's a synthetic form of testosterone and the estrogen can cause cancer that they give. And, you know, there's their side, they're, they're drugs. They're not normal. They're not natural. I know then there's bioidentical hormones. I, I get that. Yeah, those are a little bit, those are better. But still, you're creating a negative feedback loop in the body. I've, I never, I, and I know I, I don't I like to use never, but I don't ever hear anyone talking about that aspect. You take growth hormone, people that do growth hormone. Well, you realize that your pituitary is going to shut down its own production of growth hormone. I, I don't know. Just for me, I don't want to rely on something that I would have to take from the medical profession to maintain my health because i really do believe there's going to come a day with all that shut off and not only that typically you're dealing with side effects you're dealing with things that cost a lot of money you're dealing with things that tether you to a medical doctor i haven't seen an md i, I got to get my two back wisdom teeth out first time i've seen any kind of md in 25 years and that's only because I can't, there's, I can't, I don't have a protocol to extract my own back to wisdom teeth that, that need to come out. I've never had a tooth pulled. I've never had a cavity. Um, but these two need to come out because they're dead. My top two are fine. But I, I, I went in and saw this guy the other day and I'm, I'm just like right down the line. I'm like, this is all I need, you know? And, um, I, I just wish that was more the norm because the medical pharma cartels are there to enslave you. And I, I'm very grateful for emergency medicine, um, emergency responders and the medical professions, their ability to diagnose things is, is amazing. I love it when it when I was in practice and I would have patients come in and they'd have the full diagnostics, the full blood work. I, I, I got manuals i know exactly what to do if i haven't already memorized it i know exactly what to do for these things but it's always a nutritional problem typically now i understand you could have a torn anterior cruciate ligament or something like i did in my left knee and there's no protocol i can give for that that is a surgical problem that is a surgical issue 
And in those instances, thank God for those surgeons. God bless them. And I'm not saying there's no place for medical. I just wish that, you know, ideally the way it should be set up is that that's the last resort. You know what I mean? Not the first. You don't, and then you have somebody come in and they've got all these heart issues. Well, let's, let's put them on all these drugs to slow down the, and to artificially lower the blood pressure and, and their heart, they're placked up beyond belief. All you have to do is a Doppler ultrasound of the carotid arteries to know that. Or an angi- you know, um, the angiogram or whatever. But I like Doppler ultrasounds because it's the least invasive. It's it's very cheap to do. You can get it done at Lifeline screenings. They go across the. I used to have them in my in my office when I when I was seeing patients. I'd have them come in and screen my patients that wanted. To, it was like 150, 200 bucks. You could get all the stuff done. Bone density and Doppler ultrasound. They do uh, the uh, ultrasound of the uh, abdominal aorta to see if you had any risk of aneurysm which is typically a copper deficiency if that's the case. But if you had Doppler ultrasound, I mean, if you had a Doppler ultrasound of the carotids, again, this is a great example. What is their solution? Well, we'll go in there and we'll scrape the carotids. You've done nothing to fix the problem. And what about all the other hundreds of miles of blood vessels in your body that are you know, potentially plaqued up as well. What about your heart? Well, we'll go in there and we'll do angioplasty and we'll we'll squish the blood, the I'm sorry, the fat, the 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 blockage to the sides of the heart. Or we'll put a stint in that's dependent upon Plavix, one of the worst blood thinners you could possibly be on with all kinds of side effects. Boy, they really got you if you got those. If you got those Plavix dependent stints in your heart, oh, they really got you. I don't even know what to tell you on that. Because those are dependent upon Plavix to work. Or I guess they'll clog up or something. <laughs> it's a horrible drug. Absolutely horrible. When they could have just went on EDTA chelation. Which I've seen, you know, help umpteen people. But again, if you get... The IV, you're, you got to find an MD that does it. They are, they're out there. They do it, but it's frowned upon because it it fixes the problem. At least it. If you if you just continue your your lifestyle of let's say you're eating horribly and that's why you you needed, you got all placked up, which is typically the case. It's lifestyle, and the MDs don't really emphasize that either because that's just more customers. And I'm not saying all MDs are evil. I'm just saying in general, the medical profession encourages obviously for you to develop these things they're not really big on prevention they'll do some half-hearted garbage with prevention but it's typically not what's needed because it's all about reoccurring revenue it's all about keeping you on the drugs and then more drugs because those drugs have side effects gumming up the liver and then eventually become a surgical candidate because the problem gets so bad that you have to get surgery open heart surgery most asinine thing i've ever seen i'm not saying it's never necessary but there's so many things that, that again, it just shouldn't be the first thing. It should be, okay, what's actually causing you know, this electrical problem with the heart? Or what's or, or, or is the heart all full of plaque? Well, do a, you know, 35 treatments at EDTA chelation with an MD, or you can do it orally, but it just doesn't, it doesn't work as quick if you do it orally, but it's sure a lot cheaper. Anyway, I've done studies on all this, just getting EDTA or... 
Doppler ultrasounds, or I'm just using this as an example that things are so backwards of, of the way they should be in the medical profession. And again, you go back to Rockefeller, which that video I've played twice now, the origins of the modern day medical profession, and it becomes very abundantly clear as to why. It had a wicked evil foundation through Rockefeller. And although they obviously do some good, and although they're very, very good at diagnosing, the premise, the foundation that it was built upon was totally greed and corruption driven and to keep you in bondage. And if the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? Psalm 11, verse 3. So see, I've commingled all of this. My, my alternative healthcare, which was before I was even a Christian, and me becoming a chiropractor, and me getting into the clinical nutrition, I've commingled that with my ministry because I see it's like so incredibly related and necessary. And I'm not saying it's because I'm trying to get rich. Okay, because like I said, you could wherever i just find help you know i put a lot of resources out there for free a lot of life-saving resources and whether you buy supplements for me or whether you find them online and do that's fine you do as the lord leads you i'm not going to guilt trip anybody i'm not in this because i'm trying to whatever make all this money um but i do appreciate the people that have you know done that because that's kept us in the game um all right, so let me get back to this report here. Uh, so ideally, in an ideal situation, the baby helps repair the mother while the mother builds the baby. Now, I think it's important, again, in today's day and age, I can't even imagine having a child because of all the garbage that you're going to come up against with the vaccinations and all these other things. And there's, there's ways that, you know, you can go with midwives are i think very good if you can find like a christian midwife or one of these things but being on a really good pregnancy protocol and in having all your ducks in a row as to how you're going to navigate the whole vaccination issue and all that other stuff i mean i i have nothing but compassion for christians that are in the know or any really buddy in the know that is trying to get steer clear the vaccination route because i mean it was bad enough when my daughter taylor was born i can't imagine trying to navigate it now you know uh and and it also depends on what state you're living in or guess what country you're in okay so i'm sorry i really got off on some gigantic tangents here i wasn't even planning on getting into this i was just going to read this and go to the next story but i don't know i mean this is like so near and dear to me the subject this is like you know um, it's so it's such a part of my ministry and um, it's so important especially you're dealing with babies you're dealing with you know the mother and the baby and, and you know that, that's so crucial and like m the pregnancy protocol I recommend normally if a woman even halfway follows what I'm telling her they usually have like super baby you know it's not that hard it's really not um, Anyway, the baby helps repair the mother while the mother builds the baby. Praise God, how amazing is that? This is often why certain illnesses vanish while pregnant. It's incredible how the mother's body protects the baby at all costs. Um, and the baby protects and rebuilds the mother back so that the baby can develop safely and survive. 
Think about the crazy cravings for a moment. What when a mother? Uh, what was the mother deficient in? That in that the baby made the mother crave, which is really kind of what it does boil down to. You know, you hear about them eating like pickles and ice cream and you know these cliches and stuff like that. But again, if she was eating pickles and ice cream, it's probably a good example of the mother craving something and probably not exactly getting exactly what she needed. Maybe it's more that's like ice cream empty calories types of things uh but again this is why i'm so big on go into pregnancies in a really good nutritional status like i'm pretty sure my mom did not and like i've had you know immune system issues and i'm i got a little bit of spina bifida at l5 i've seen on an x-ray and that's that's folic acid and um you know there's i have a sense about things or whatever and and i I don't think my parents really ate i don't think my mom was really big on cooking (laughs) back in the day or whatever they were both working and uh i don't think that was a big priority and i don't i think she was probably in, in more of a depleted state which is you know pretty much the norm type of thing um Let's see here. Studies have also shown cells from a fetus in a mother's brain 18 years after she gave birth. Wow. Studies have shown the cells of really a baby in a mother's brain 18 years after she gave birth. If you're a mom, you know how you can intuitively feel your child when they are not there. Well, now there's scientific proof that that moms carry them for years and years, even after have giving birth to them. Praise the Lord. Now that I, I cited a report from PubMed, which is straight from the medical, which is where this came from. Somebody took the information and they put it into this material. But I cite both things there. So if you want to research that even more. Now I wasn't even going to post this, but just if anybody is wanting to know. For pregnancy, the supplements I highly recommend, you know, obviously a good whole food prenatal. Those are pretty hard to come by. I, I like the Baby and Me by um, Innate. And um, and then you, you really want to do a really good high quality fish oil. You, and you want to do that for the child after they're born as well. Um and if you're breastfeeding which is the ideal thing to do you know for a long time if the mother's getting the fish oil then the baby's getting it but that has so much to do with the baby's brain development because the brain is primarily fat and and the fat that it is is that omega-3 dha component of the fat there's an epa component there's a dha and the dha is what the baby's brain really needs for brain development and then also, crucial for pregnancy, um, uh, vitamin D, which you really need the K1 and the K2 with the vitamin D. The one I, I carry, the BioDK caps are, um, they have K1 and K2 in a food base. So crucial for pregnancy. And then I, I post a report here, pregnancy vitamin D levels are linked to ch- children's IQ. So you got... The fish oil that's linked to the IQ. You've got the trace minerals, obviously, that would be a good multivitamin. And then you've got vitamin D as well, vitamin D3. And the one thing that the baby in me is kind of lacking in 
is the calcium magnesium and that's that's a really that's another one that's super important because you know the baby is forming bones inside them now when they're born the bones are a little different okay it's they're a lot softer they're not like hard calcified type of bones but um the uh some good calcium magnesium I list one here and then also the last one and, and not to say this is exhaustive but these are like the big ones iodine is essential for the baby's brain development and iq as well so if you want to have a super baby this is what you do you do this beforehand before you get pregnant ideally now if you're already then just get on it and and, and I, like i said whether you get these from me or wherever i give you links here but these are informational links but you can find them you can find them online. Um, if you do order from us, it does help support the ministry. Um, but then I list an iodine here from Biotics. But there's, you know. But if you do all this, oh man. And not only that, if you do this, your tip, your pregnancy is typically going to be way better. You're not going to suffer near as much. You may not have near the amount of cravings, and you're probably not going to put on near like if you were prone to put on a lot of fat because you were deficient well you're not going to be that prone to that at all i mean when when my wife at the time conceived with taylor i had her probably not even on a protocol this good but i had her on a good protocol i was i was chiropractor and i, I was aware of this and we put her on and i mean she was all baby you couldn't even tell she had a child a week afterward I mean, it was that dramatic. I'm not exaggerating. I mean, she was made for having babies. That's true. But you couldn't tell. She hadn't put on any extra weight. Now, I understand genetically she's gifted and so is Taylor. Um, but I'm just telling you from my experience with the one child I've had, that's what I saw. And Taylor is an absolute just genetic marvel i mean i've had her on protocols when she was a little girl i i, I remember the time that i finally got her to take um the supplements i tricked her with those little i told this story a long time ago i bought a, one of those little those little things of uh, mini m&ms and i said hey taylor if you can swallow a couple of these i'll let you have more and she did, because she was always saying she couldn't swallow these things. And then I said, I gotcha. I know you can swallow pills now. And from that point forward, I put her on, on protocols. And I mean, she's an absolute freak of nature. And she doesn't even, the thing is, is she doesn't, she's not like she's in the sports world. She could be, um, I, I believe there's probably at least one sport I know she could be world champion. Um, and I'm talking without steroids. I'm talking without any of that stuff. I really want to get her 40 time. She's 25. She she can run. She can win sprint. And I mean just blow the doors off grown men. She will go. If she can arm wrestle grown men. She's 125 pounds. And rarely if ever loses and i mean big guys her strength is at a level i can't even fathom 
um, I've done some arm wrestling with her in the past, and I was actually the doctor for the 2010 Mesquite World Championships in um, Mesquite, Nevada, which is outside of Las Vegas. Um, I was the main doctor there. And I did all the injuries and all this other stuff. We also passed out so many awesome gospel tracks. The chick ones, God put me in um, contact with a uh, man named Randy who was also on Team USA. I was the doctor for Team USA. And I also did all the drug testing. And I, I had a team of like nurses and stuff that were doing it. And I was the one, I don't know, checking off everything. Oh, it was a lot of work. Because there was over a thousand competitors, and um, not everybody was getting drug tested, but a lot of them did. If you meddled, you had the potential to get drug tested. And um, um, Taylor had an interest in it at the time, and she took a bronze medal. And she had only had three months of training. And it was in the juniors. She was just turned 14. She was going against 18-year-old girls potentially that's that's where that cut off and she took a bronze medal with three months of training and these girls you have to understand in third in these countries like these eastern Bloc countries not so much probably for juniors but for the upper levels that means that could mean um like i remember one of the girls from slovenia i don't say her name but she came in and she was really mad She's like, oh, I got a silver. She's like, if I would have got gold, I would have gotten, I mean, it was like, you know, another 20 grand or something. It was like, I don't know, I don't know if that was her money, like American currency or whatever, but it was a huge amount of money because a lot of these Eastern Bloc countries, you know, Russia and these types of places, they will pay their athletes if they get gold medals at, at a world championship. I mean, Worlds is the, you know, it's an amateur event, but it's whatever. And for Taylor to go in there with three months of training and to take a bronze medal, she beat a Russian for bronze. And these are girls that probably been doing it since they were like, you know, nine or ten. And they probably were on steroids. I just, that's an example I can give you, okay, of my own daughter. And she doesn't even try. She doesn't even try. She doesn't even like, and she's not training or anything anymore. You know, she doesn't, she'll go to the gym or whatever and just, but what I'm telling you is that I believe that I have a firsthand knowledge and I've kind of practiced what I preach and how I raise my daughter. And I've seen kind of like genetically how she's turned out. And it's just, it's not normal. <laughs> it's just not. But if we give our bodies what they need, especially in the formative years, um, we are fearfully and wonderfully made and the body can take those things and you know do amazing things and this is why i'm so big on do this before you get pregnant do it during the pregnancy breastfeed your child take the nutrients while and then get them on some kind of protocol i've got intricate in now which is kind of like the most complete one i can have for children which is the liquid it's the, it's the um uh and I mean, most, you could put that in, you know, a juice cup or mix it in. It tastes great. Or you can get it online, whatever. But that, that's got like 200 some things for a child's development. And um, 
you know, it, I, I've just, I've seen it. I've seen it firsthand. Um, so, and again, I know that sounds like bragging, bragging about my, my own daughter, but um, I just know it works. I know this type of thing works. And, and if people would implement this type of thing with their children growing up, or if, and if you're not, if you're already fully, you could still implement it. It's just not, the effects aren't going to be as dramatic, but you still, your body still needs those nutrients. They still, they, it's, it's not going to change. Uh, anyway, let's go forward here. Um, prayer alert, global emergency, global government alert, threat to national sovereignty set to go down May 22nd to the 28th at who world health assembly world health organization is preparing vote to strip the U S and 194 other nations of their sovereignty to give them total control of the world. Yeah. And that's why I had on this prayer alert, emergency global government alert. And this is going down May 22nd to the 28th. And this is like the, the beginning. Well, I know a lot. It took a lot to get us to this point. This is the beginning salvo of how they, the UN eventually ends up taking over the whole world. So I believe this needs to be resisted with prayer, fasting, educating others, writing your whoever senators congressmen whatever you feel led and compelled to do the world health organization is attempting to power grab quietly setting up a single globalized response to all future scam demics because you know that's what they're going to be um the deep state predators in the u.s and western governments have decided the world needs a centralized pandemic response controlled and run by the united nations world health world health organization via an international treaty according to the who's website on march 30th 2021 it announced an urgent call for international pandemic treaties stating that such a treaty is needed to orchestrate a single globalized response to pandemics and the 25 heads of government and international leaders have come together in a joint call to form the treaty don't forget that yuval harari which is that devil that i've played sound bites of many times lately who is the chief advisor to Satan, I mean Klaus Schwab, and the World Economic Forum has stated that the globalist elites will use crises to bring about world government. So what we're, we're in this little lull pause period right now after the whole COVID thing. Okay, not, not to say that that's actually one away, but it's not obviously as full bore as it once was. Now, if you're in China, that's not the case, but he says catastrophe opens the door to massive changes that people would otherwise never accept yeah even more pressing than the treaty itself right now is something almost no one is paying attention to u.s political religious or media circles and that involves a set of amendments that will set parameters and define the scope of the proposed new global health treaty the u.s government has submitted 13 amendments that it would like to see folded into the treaty and these amendments are seen by many as sovereignty killers. A UN report from May, uh, May of 2021 called for more power for the WHO, stating that in its current form, the WHO does not possess such powers. To move on with the treaty, the WHO therefore needs to be empowered financially and politically. Yeah. The WHO will be hosting its annual meeting, the 75, 75th World Health Assembly, May 22nd to 28th in Geneva, Switzerland, attended by delegates from 192 nations. It is during this meeting that members will be voting on the 13 amendments that will hand over additional sovereignty, control, and legal authority to the World Health Organization. 
The WHO, if these amendments are approved, will obtain the authority to declare an international health emergency overriding national governments. In a sense, that already happened in 2020 and 2021 when many of the strictest lockdowns were advised by the WHO and most nations went along with them. But if this treaty is adopted, Katie barred the door because the lockdowns could become even more rigid and more often. Think about the possibilities for a climate lockdown, which is you know, obviously what they've been talking about a lot. This means nations will be giving up their sovereignty and rights to control their own health care, handing that authority over to the international organizations affiliated with the UN and run by tyrants like Dr. Tedros, who's their, I think, their chief guy there. James Radowski, a researcher and activist who has been studying these amendments, has referred to them as a five-alarm fire that must be dealt with or they will become part of international law. These regulations govern the activity of the UN World Health Organization, which he says the core of these changes will go back to China as their, you know, like their example. I'm, I'm going to play some of this video here. I'm here. Thanks for being here. Oh, David, thank you so much for having me. Um, I'm going to dive right into it because this isn't about me. This is about an emergency. Uh, I'm normally very calm, cool, and collected, but this is a five alarm fire. We need all hands on deck. I'm, I'm not kidding. This is very serious. Um, a month or so ago, I uncovered, I did not hack, I just uncovered information that was nicely hidden. And I'm going to dive right into the information. The um, United States Mission to Geneva submitted amendments to the WHO, World Health Organization, that would change international health regulations, which is something that until that time I'd never heard of it, you'd never heard of it, lawyers I've spoken to said, you know, what are the international health regulations? Well, that's what governs the activity of the WHO. Now, the reason why they did that in January is that in the regulations, when you want to make an amendment, it has to be given four months in advance of the World Health Assembly, which is scheduled for May 22nd to the 28th. So all of our delegates from 194 countries around the world are going to be meeting in Geneva, Switzerland, uh, May 22nd to the 28th, and it's on the agenda that they will be voting to either approve or, or reject um, a slew of amendments to 13 of the articles that are in the international health regulations. David, um, have you have you seen this? Have you heard about this? Uh, not uh, not in this detail. No, I've um, I think the only reason I've heard a little bit about this is because I saw you on another uh show in which uh, this certainly got me concerned and got me very worried so um please explain uh in layman's terms what this might mean for the united states you should be shocked you should be frightened you should be angry i, I don't like to play with people's emotions so you know feel what you want to feel about this but once you learn what this is and i'm going to try to explain it okay it's mind-bending there's tons of information and core of it goes back to China and you'll do a better Trump impression of China okay um, one of the arguments that happened uh, or at least you know whatever it is we think we know happened in in Wuhan in 2020 the WHO seems to be of the mindset that none of what came afterwards would have happened if they had only been given the power to unilaterally declare an emergency and override the Chinese opposition. So what happened back in 2020? Um, 
there's many things that happened, but something yep. that we know is that they got wind that there was a problem, and they went to China to investigate. They didn't get cooperation, so they went away. They came back again. They decided that, yes, this is an emergency. The WHO sent up the alarm, and you, you know everything that happened after that. They seem to believe, the WHO seems to believe, that if they had just had the legal authority to say, China, we don't care what you think. We're saying it's an emergency. We're going to lock everybody down. You know, we're going to take over. We're stepping in. Then none of the next two years would have happened. Forget about ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine and vaccines and all that sort of stuff. I said that magic word. I don't normally say that. I say biological injections. They want to grab power. And the amendments, um, for those who are detail-oriented, they're changing Article 12, Section 2, and it essentially wipes out 194 nations' sovereignty to decide whether or not you know, they allow into an international organization to step in and, and take over. Do you have a question? Uh, can you just repeat that part about how many uh, nations again, just for the audience to hear it again? Um, the World Health Organization has 194 members, a couple of observers, and, and, and so forth, and Taiwan is its own little thing. But yeah. it's basically the entire world. So if you're looking for one world government, then vote for these amendments, because you'll have it uh, in November. Because the way this is structured, uh, they're going to vote in May, and there's a sixth part of the uh, deal, that, the amendments that they're doing, is then there will be six months before... Um, nations have time to comply and change their own, you know, internet, their, their own national laws to comply with this. And in November, you've got your one world government. If you don't get up off your butt right now and go to where you can get all of the information, uh, a friend of mine, and I'm going to try to do her justice. Rima, this is for you. We were talking about it and she said, you know, they're trying to steal our sovereignty. They're trying to take away our, our rights to decide what happens, you know, on our own land. And, and her sort of catchphrase is, don't you dare. Now, there's a finger in there that is appropriate, but she uses all three. <laughs> yeah. Right? And so um, that triggered something in my head. So mm -hmm. all of the information that anybody needs to know is on don't you dare dot info. My name is James Rogowski. My phone number is 310. Look at that. 310 <laughs> Three zero five five. Um, we have less than four weeks to wake up the world and alert them to the fact that not just the United States, um, every country in the world's sovereignty is going to be given away to the WHO. It's about three weeks now. And there's a six-month period in November. Um, you have a choice. You can sit on your butt mm -hmm. and do nothing. Yeah. And you got your one world government in November. Or you can get up off your ass, get informed, spread the word, take action. If you have a question, give me a phone call. James Rukuski, 310-619-3055. Don't you dare dot info. David, right. I, I love you, man. I cannot imagine giving your phone number out like that um, <laughs> on air. Uh, sorry, he cussed there. Um, uh, yeah, this is this is one of the most major things from a 
bringing us into the new world order, bringing us into a one world government, ultimately under any Christ that I've ever covered. So going back to the, the video was, I mean, it goes on for a while, but that was the most, the most pertinent parts there. Going back to this report, it is important to note that the International Pandemic Treaty will be far more expansive than these amendments, but these amendments are more urgent because they will be voted on next month. And no U.S. politician is talking about this, nor is any mainstream media outlet reporting on it. Oh, of course not. Of course not, because they're all on Team Satan, for the most part. Maybe not, not obviously not everyone, but, you know, come on. Democrats, Republicans, for the most part, at the high levels, two sides of the same wicked coin. One is Satan light, one is Satan more heavy, De Democrat, Republican, Um it's right left paradigm it's coke pepsi it's good cop bad cop it's hegelian dialectic it's divide and conquer you know, all these things so no u.s politician is talking about this nor is any mainstream media outlet reporting on it no pastors are alerting anyone to these monumental some would say biblical changes either well I, you can't say no hopefully there's some but guaranteed the 501c3 pastors as they've done by and large for the most part are sitting silent about these types of issues. Rogowski set up a website, don'tyoudare.info, which he talked about there, the gentleman you're listening to earlier. Uh, and I give you a link there, but it's don'tyoudare.info to document the drive to establish the One World Health Treaty. The following points are his summary of the draft treaty amendments. The international health regulations would be legally binding and supersede the U.S. Constitution. Well, that if that happens, then, you know, yeah, it's New World Order under Satan. I mean, essentially, this would override the U.S. Constitution. Treaties are um, uh, typically supersede law, okay? And this is pretty much what we, what we would be looking at. The U.S. has proposed amendments to the legally binding international health regulations that will be voted upon at the next World Health Assembly. Again, starts May 22nd. It goes to May 28th. Click here for the official document. There's all kind of links here you can click on. It's, it's in the PDF for this teaching. These proposed amendments will cede additional sovereignty, control, and legal authority over to the World Health Organization. Uh, these amendments will not require approval by two-thirds of the U.S. Senate. So that's all out the door. They, in other words, they'll be able to do whatever they want, just like China. Now, you know, implementing that on the American people is going to be a different deal. Um, obviously, they've gotten a ton of pushback on COVID and people are more aware of these things now. I don't think this would go as smoothly as they think. Um, especially if Christians were praying against it and hopefully people were educating others about it. And this is why I'm doing this report. So we're aware of it, one of many Satan's devices, but this is a real doozy. Um, if these amendments are approved as submitted by the United States by a simple majority of the 194 member countries of the World Health Assembly countries, these amendments would enter into force as international law just six months later in November of 2022, which is what he alluded to as well. So if they approve this, if, if, um, if, America's on board with this and they approve this and literally it's going to be the hand of God moving to stop this most likely remember what he said we get new world order 
we get one world government in November of 2022. That's when it really starts in earnest because then the UN, the WHO will have any little whim. They, they say, oh, somebody's got a sniffle pandemic lockdown time. And, you know, you all your rights are gone. No right to say anything against it. The, the uh, Homeland Security this week just started this whatever ministry of truth to combat disinformation and misinformation they appointed a whole bunch of freaks to govern this that are godless wicked freaks i'm I'm gonna probably do a report on that but i just i hadn't seen a real a report that i liked yet that really summarized it but they're setting the stage for all this i mean obviously there's a ton of other ways they're trying to limit free speech as well um it is not known if the amendments will be voted upon individually or as a complete package. The amendments will give the Director General of the WHO the power to unilaterally declare a public health emergency of international concern. Uh, let's see here. Let's see here. Uh, okay, so to declare a... Let me just read this again. The amendments will give the Director General of the WHO the power to unilaterally declare a public health emergency of international concern, which is... FIAC. That's what it, in an abbreviated form. Even over the objection of the country dealing with an outbreak of a disease. And you know it's going to be some scamdemic thing. Might be real what they're releasing, but it's all engineered by design. Some type of bioweapon. According to the changes made to the U.S. regulations that were published one day before Donald Trump was inaugurated um, in January 19, 2017, the definition of a public health emergency in the U United States now includes this declaration of a FIAC by the WHO. Okay, so again, public health emergency of international concern. So they've been setting the stage for this for a long time. Next point. A unilateral declaration of a FIAC by who will enable the, the declaration of a public health emergency by the U.S. Secretary of Department of Health and Human Services. The amendments proposed by the United States would also give the Director General of the WHO the legal authority to unilaterally issue a intermediate public health emergency or, or a IPA, IPHA, the criteria for issuance of a uh, IPA is simply that the Director General has determined it requires heightened international awareness and potential international public health response. Again, any little whim, any little way the wind blows, they can declare these scamdemic public health emergencies. The amendments will also give regional directors within the WHO having the legal authority to declare a public health emergency of regional concern. I mean, you can just throw the Declaration of Independence, the Constitution, the Bill of Rights out the window. Okay, this is... Unfortunately, what would what would be I I would assume the catalyst to erase borders and to bring us into the new world order. Most likely. Why did that 14 city tour back in 06? Because I knew so much was going to be connected to whatever scamdemic they were going to concoct. It's not just the vaccines; it's where it all ends up, you know. Once you take away national sovereignty and start holding America up against a global standard, that opens up endless opportunities for the elites running the global system to confiscate whatever they believe is bad for our health. What if the WHO decides we all need jabs and digital passports? Well, I guarantee you that'll be the case. Wait a minute. 
The who has already decided that. All it lacks is the power to override national governments. And this would give that to them. That's why I said emergency prayer alert, you know, with this. Um, when I post this. This treaty could also be used to take away Americans' First and Second Amendment rights. Of course. Throw the Bill of Rights out the door. What about the Bible? Well, that'll be all hate speech. It is a matter of your religious faith or is it a tool for hate speech? Guns, the Bible, too much free speech are bad for our collective health and therefore must be regulated by Satan. I mean the who, the UN. As Patrick Wood reminds us, harsh punishments were already meted out during the COVID pandemic. The presidents, and I reported on this, and there was three other presidents on top of these two, the presidents of Burundi and uh, Tanzania uh, banned the WHO from their borders, refusing to go along with the, with the pandemic narrative. Oh, I'm sorry, I kind of paused it wrong there. Um, Tanzania, the, the presidents of Burundi and Tanzania banned the WHO from their borders, refusing to go along with the pandemic narrative. They both died unexpectedly within months and were replaced by pro-WHO presidents. Wood writes, obviously the WHO doesn't care about the global health or the life or death of any particular citizen. The warning has been set out to national leaders, take our deal or we will eliminate you. This is a spiritual war and we are living in a time when all prayer warriors must be engaged and called to battle. Pray for people's eyes to be open and all deceptions and delusions to be smashed in the name of Jesus Christ. Okay, so the next report claim COVID vaccines installed Marburg payloads in human victims. Now we've talked about Marburg. We've talked about Ebola. Uh, we've talked about smallpox, weaponized smallpox. I've given the protocols for all of those things, including the COVID protocols. I've done that many times. Um, but it's saying COVID vaccines claim that they've installed Marburg payloads in human victims. See, the kill the COVID kill shot is going to bring us to the next scamdemic, uh, and most likely these people have already been infested with whatever they're going to unleash, and if they've had if they've got half the world vaccinated, it may just be a matter of cranking up the five G in in a certain way where these payloads are actually activated. And then they have their next built-in scamdemic of more than half the population worldwide. And it will actually be real. Most likely, at least. Um, 5G broadcast signal will activate the bioweapon, unleashing the next raging pandemic. Now, I'm not saying this is exactly that this is the claim. I'm going to let this attorney state his case, and you can decide for yourself. But I have I've talked about this. Uh, why has there been so much predictive programming about the coming zombie plague by Hollywood and our governments? Today in our Situation Update, the podcast covers a Jeffrey Prather interview that aired on Bridie on TV last week when Prather invited guest attorney Todd Callender to offer his latest intel on what he believes is about to take place on the pandemic front. So I'm going to play two, oh, I don't know, uh, one's a eight minute and another almost two eight minute clips from this pretty insightful stuff okay so this is a kind of a dual interview it's called the prather point with jeffrey prather um i'm not necessarily endorsing or whatever i just 
again, we're gleaning here. This is on Brighty on TV. Um, he's interviewing two different gentlemen, but the one I'm going to be playing is this attorney, this Todd Callender, and um, I've played him before. I think he's has has some really insightful information. You can listen. The whole interview is 52 minutes. I'm going to be playing about two different eight-minute clips within it. So um, let's just go from there. I'm going to start it here. Um, that's a very storied career. So that's really important stuff. So we have. So these are two very accomplished uh, patriotic Americans that have a very important uh, message, and this ties into what I've been talking about about the fourth global world war, GWAT was World War III, being waged uh, by the global elite through the deep state, uh, also through our nation state enemy, China, that has infiltrated and defeated the American government, not the American people, through fifth generation warfare, which is primarily information influence operations and biodigital technology combined, both, which Putin is opposing, uh, and they are working on the biodigital part mostly to oppose that. And that really, really turns on the fact of the, the bioweapon was engineered as a PSYOP and as an economic battle weapon, COVID, for the jab. Uh, to be brought in, not the other way around. And then the boosters are boosting the operating system yep. with the graphene oxide hydroxide through uh, the vectors of the 5G and, and um, directed energy weapons do, but they are going to go into that in detail. And from there, I will turn it over to you to start, Todd. Yeah, good. Thank you. Everything you just said is exactly what we came to find. One of the advantages of suing the DOD um, with this many service members that are upset about the mandates is we've ended up with about 500,000 whistleblowers who have provided us a whole lot of really good information. So everything you said is well supported in documents that we have, um, testimony that we have, and expert uh, witnesses. So in recent times, I had sent you a number of documents that, that actually support what you said. And our biggest concern, the reason Doc uh, Chambers and I are here today. I'm sorry, the audio quality isn't the best. It's not on my end. It's actually on theirs. So I just, I can't do anything about it. Is, uh, we work as a team to understand both the science and the legal ramifications. And what I wanted to impart to you is under 42 CFR Part 70 and 71, that's the enabling statute for Health and Human Services to assume power in the, upon the declaration of a public health emergency. They've already done that, as you indicated, uh, with the COVID crisis. That is, uh, has resulted in the suspension of our Constitution. It's already happened. The next one is... So he's saying that the Constitution's already been suspended. So this would just be filling the vacuum, so to speak, the, what we just covered. Now, he, I don't think... I don't know if he's covering... Uh, I, I can't remember because I've got so much jam-packed into the study. I don't know if he's actually even covering what we just covered with the global health thing, the, the, the WHO meeting that starts on May 22nd. Um, but we're the, the stage has already been set for this takeover. In that statute, you will see that Marburg is already uh, identified. You will note that the PREP Act has a Marburg provision that allows for uh, additional spending when invoked. The uh, Health and Human Services has already invoked the Marburg provision, meaning they've already parted ways with money and spent it under the HHS enabling statute to build quarantine camps, amongst other things. 
throughout the United States. We inter we interrupted two, one of which was in Cochise County, Arizona, where they were going to build a $1.9 million facility that houses the, the now merged four branches under HHS. The judiciary, law enforcement, corrections, and public health are now all one in the same, and they're all housed in the same facility. So all of these quarantine centers are there. The, we understand that there could have been a Marburg release that Dr. Chambers will get into. We think that one has already happened. We know that Marburg is not particularly contagious, but it has an extraordinarily high rate um, of fatality. And we know the mechanism by which this will be released. And that is inside of these shots that people already received, inside the lipid nanoparticles, the hydrogel, there exists pathogens inside of the particles that have not yet opened. Those pathogens are chimeric. They include E. coli Marburg, Ebola staphylococcus, and brewer's yeast, amongst others. We know that upon the broadcast from the 5G system that is now employed across the United States and the world, for that matter, um, when they broadcast an 18 gigahertz signal uh, for one minute, three different times as a pulse, it will cause those lipid nanoparticles to swell and release these pathogenic contents. Okay, now what he just said there was gigongously huge. If they broadcast this 5G signal at 18 gigahertz for, let me just back up and let him say that again. That's how they actually activate. This is why all of this hasn't manifested yet because it's not the proper timing. I think they would want to have this WHO treaty in position um, prior because then they would have supposedly have the legal right to come in and do whatever they want to do. And if they can create this, you've got all these, the vaxxed hordes out there that have these payloads already installed in them, ready to be activated, okay? And it's just going to take the right pulsing from a 5G tower for those payloads to be released. And then you've got over half the world's population as not only walking um, people that are kind of like the walking dead potentially, but also spreaders, vectors of spreading this. So <laughs> I, I hope you can see that this is very related to the first topic that, you know, the topic we just covered before this. Let me just back this up. Let him say that again, because he, he talks really fast. Aflacaucus and brewer's yeast amongst others. We know that upon the broadcast from the 5G system that is now employed across the United States and the world for that matter, um, when they broadcast an 18 gigahertz signal uh, for one minute, three different times as a pulse, it will cause those lipid nanoparticles to swell and release these pathogenic contents, thereby causing a Marburg epidemic that they've already spent the money on. They've already, it's already done, right? The Marburg epidemic, for purposes of the law, has happened, and now we just need the actual uh, disaster to happen. And, right. and there's actually worse parts to it than that, including the 1P36 gene deletion that effectively will turn those poor people into zombies. Now, so there's a one, this 1P36 gene deletion. Now, I've covered Marburg. And what I just did is I copied and pasted my file on Marburg. I got one on Ebola. I got one on Marburg. I got one on smallpox. I've got, you know, obviously one on COVID. And I'm just going to read you a couple different things here. One of the stories I covered before, previously covered, doctors' findings, Marburg AIDS, we've talked a lot about AIDS, Ebola, and the COVID vax. Intentional infection underway, breaking the J&J &J vax um, 
these shots are deleting your genes that repair your damaged DNA. And he just referred to a deleted gene. Inducing an AIDS HIV-like condition. And that is just a little of what is covered here. I give you the link to that report. I'm not going to play it again. Um, but then there's another report there that says epigenetics vaccines are deleting human genes and transfecting cells with Ebola and Marburg. So we have covered this. It's just hard to, this is why I have to make files all the time and why I have to even search my own website because I forget what I've covered. It's so voluminous. Um, and then what I do is I give the protocol, my protocol for Marburg. Okay. And, you know, um, I give you that here in the PDF for May 2nd, 2022. Um, we talk about the Invive Silver and then just building up your own immune system. Selenium, vitamin C, zinc, calcium, magnesium, vitamin D3, and iodine. And, you know, just keeping your own immune system high. Because if these, if these turn into vectors of shedding this Marburg, just like the COVID vaxxed were, well, you know, you're going to want to really um, not only avoid them, but you're going to want to make sure your immune system's at the highest possible level because Mar this is a whole different animal than COVID was. Marburg, this will kill you deader, deader than a bag of hammers, this stuff. I mean, if it actually, like he said, it, it's if you do get it, it's in, in, incredibly um, bad, okay? So they said found in lab workers handling tissues and cells of African green monkeys, which is ironic because that's one of the ingredient lists in vaccines. Diseased green African monkey kidneys they use. They'll, they'll infect the monkey kidneys with this whatever, they'll use it as a culturing medium to grow whatever the vaccine is for. Well, that's a real sanitary culture and medium. Don't, wouldn't you all agree? It's like, well, they use aborted babies too, human babies. Well, this is another medium that they use to grow vaccines. Disease green African monkeys. Okay. Um, anyway, uh, one fourth of the lab workers died between the eighth and the 16th day of illness, if not treated. And so I'm saying it's my protocol is in five, 5,000 part per million two tablespoons three times a day for eight days, and then two tablespoons twice a day. That's straight from the Invive website. And um, you can go to uh, the website, which is a website Invive put up for me a long time ago. Now, if you order from there, I don't know who's ordering or whatever. I, I, don't, I don't have anything to do with the day-to-day -day operations. This is through Invive. They did it when I was on the 14-city tour because I couldn't, deal with like orders when i was on the tour and stuff um but the website is dr like doctor hyphen johnson the hyphen like the dash symbol johnson.com okay so and then it, it actually transforms into invive.com dr johnson so don't be it's it's all on the up and up i've never had any problems if anything ever goes wrong with any orders on that website they always make it right I've, I've been working with them since 2006 and um the it has at least a 25 year shelf life as well you know five silver nothing can even remotely touch it so anyway um 
uh, let's see here. And then and then also the other products to build up your immune system. Anyway, I, I wanted to talk about that just a, a, a little bit there, but let me let me just finish out this first clip here. Um with this doctor with this attorney. As odd as that sounds, our government's preparing for that. But the FEMA have already put out zombie commercials uh, and yep. CONOPS on that, correct? That's correct. If you look at CONPLAN 8888, STRATCOM put that out in 2011. On page two, they say, oh, this is just for examples, just for demonstration. You know, don't, don't worry about it so we don't offend other countries. The problem with that is you look through that CONPLAN, it's all about five different types of zombies. There isn't anything in there about opposition forces. There isn't anything about winning political battles or counterinsurgency. No, our government literally has whole plans to deal with five different types of zombies. Now, I know you can say, oh, now you've really went off into left field chasing fly balls. Well, I've covered the whole subject of Kuru and Hutzfeld Jacob disease, uh, mad cow disease in humans is what that is, which is a real thing. First started happening to the cannibals eating human brains in Papua New Guinea. Okay, it's a real thing. And they have weaponized that. And Kian Kuru, K U R U, Kian. Um, mad cow disease, key in um, zombies. I've done multiple reports on this just in the last two to three years. Okay, I've got a whole file on that and the spiritual implications of taking the kill shots. And I mean, do you think that Hollywood, with all the predictive programming they've done regarding zombies, they've got whole shows? that are just zombies are the main theme. They've got like that walking dead. I mean, it's, I don't even know what season it's on or whatever. Movies, shows. I mean, going back into the, like the, probably the seventies, I'm telling you, Hollywood doesn't waste all this money for no reason. There's reasons they're doing it. It's predictive programming. And they feel as though from a Luciferian standpoint, you've been warned, which makes the satanic game square or lawful in their eyes it's why they do it it's a kabbalistic principle so it is only about a zombie apocalypse defending it and you will see that every nims compliant practically agency or, or whether that's state uh, local or federal has already had their zombie apocalypse preparedness training they've already done their practice the cdc has had a zombie apocalypse preparedness website up for the last five years now they've reduced it to a pdf cartoon even in the amazon web service because they've been warned they figure you've been warned okay and then now we're going to reduce it to a little cartoon you've been warned population i reported on that that web page i i got all the screenshots zombie just kidding zombie apocalypse you'll find my teachings i've done you'll see the pdfs it's all free my audios are all free my pdfs are all free um and you'll you'll find it all where we've talked about it contract the force majeure clause i believe it's article 41 states that we're not liable for damages i mean this is an attorney a high level attorney stating this very matter of factly it is real we're not making this up and and they're preparing for this there's a zombie apocalypse this is coming folks and and the serious adverse event report Pfizer put out post-marketing. They, they had put out as part of a FOIA. The number one serious adverse event was the 1P36 gene deletion. You look up the symptomology for that, it is the elimination of the frontal cortex and a propensity to bite. 
What's very odd about this is this was the symptom post-vaccination. That disease is a congenital disease. It means you're born with it. So how is it then possible that this is the number one serious adverse event from the Pfizer shots? It's here, folks. And then you got Dr. Chambers here to tell you I'm not just a raving lunatic. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. The, you, these are both very um, serious uh, credentialed uh, folks uh, and patriots yeah. in there. I'm not even playing the other guy. He's got credentials, you know, galore as well as this attorney. Uh, and they're both on the same page. Fields. Uh, I just met Doc Chambers, but just hearing his military resume impresses me. Uh, and I've, Todd and I have known each other for quite some time. So, and I also now work in um, corporate competitive biotech intelligence only for the good guys. That's my company is GrinX, which is genetics, robotics, information, nanotechnology. Don't talk about that much, but it's very, so I have some understanding of what's going on here. And so the lipid fat is what encases the delivery and then it is activated and released by pulsing uh, the 18 gigahertz. Is that correct, Todd? That's exactly right. Think, think of the lipid nanoparticles mm -hmm. as little bombers. And what happened is the, the various manufacturers of these shots included three separate HIV proteins in each of them, yep. including the AD5 adjuvant. The reason for that Which was, we've reported on over and over that there's AIDS in the shot. There's, there's fragments of the AIDS uh, virus in the shot. Disabled to disarm people's immune systems so that those little fat bombers could go inside of the cell and deliver their payloads in order to reprogram the, the person's body to produce synthetic DNA. In this case, they call it S proteins. When they turn that Marburg switch on, it will be M proteins and it will cause people to produce the Marburg pathogen themselves. And uh, that makes me immediately think of all the zombie movies, which I don't watch, but I did see yeah. Uh, I am legend with Will Smith, and when I, when Smith uh, hit rock, I tweeted out uh, Smith Smollett's rock in pre-planned Peterwood orgy event. Now back to regular news, and then I also talked about how Denzel Washington went up and prayed with Rock on the break, a real man of faith and courage. But uh, that just fits in with the information influence psyop operations going on through the propaganda press. Um, how many times have we seen zombie movies? How many times? Yeah, yeah. Very true. Okay. Well okay. So that's the first part, um, and again, it's it's insightful. But I think this other gentleman talks. But I, I, I really wanted to key on what this attorney was saying because he, man, he really covers the waterfront, like at a very high pace. Something I thought of. He brought up I am Legend. Well, how, how did? And I, I again, key in I am Legend in the keyword search box. I had a whole separate. I had a whole separate um, thing on this in my PowerPoint presentation regarding Will Smith. How did they infect all of humanity in I Am Legend? How did you, how did they turn the people into zombies? Well, if you go to the very, very first part of I Am Legend and you let the doctor speak, she will tell you. I'm just going to go ahead, and I know I've played this many times in the past, but I, I think this is something that is so predictive programming this was one of the most biggest blockbuster movies that Hollywood's ever released. At the time, probably their main actor, Will Smith. And I'll just let the opening scene of I Am Legend kind of do the talking. Thanks for nothing, Eddie. Thank you, guys. That's not all we're following. Here's Karen at the health desk. 
The world of medicine has seen its share of miracle cures, from the polio vaccine to heart transplants, but all past achievements may pale in comparison to the work of Dr. Alice Crippen. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. So, Dr. Crippen, give it to me in a nutshell. Well, the premise is quite simple. Um, take something designed by nature and reprogram it to make it work for the body rather than against it. You're talking about a virus? Indeed, yes, in this case, the measles um, virus, which has been engineered at a genetic level to be helpful rather than So harm. it's a GMO measles vaccine? Um, I'm not... I find the best way to describe it is if you can if you can imagine your body as a highway and you picture the virus as a very fast car um, being driven by a very bad man imagine the damage that that car could cause mm. but then if you replace that man with a cop the picture changes and that's essentially what we've done how many people have you treated so far well we've had 10,009 um, clinical trials in humans so far and how many are cancer-free 10,009 so 10,009 cancer-free patients from the vaccine. The problem is it just, just had a little tiny side effect. And that was it turned you into a zombie 99 plus percent of the time. Hey, there's trade-offs, guys. There's trade-offs in, in life. You know, we got to accept the good with the bad. You could be a zombie. But the cool thing about being that zombie in I Am Legend is you were a cancer-free zombie. And that's what it's all about. Oh, you have actually cured cancer. Yes, yes. Yes, we have. And then it goes, the next scene, I think it's like what, four or five years later, three years later, and it just shows everything's dead. All the people are essentially gone. It goes to New York City. And the only ones living are like Will Smith in the city, as far as I know, and the zombie horde population that has to avoid the sun during the day and comes out at night. And and again, um, this is one of so many shows that have focused in on zombies. And in this particular case, we get the zombies because of this wonderful vaccine. Hmm. Will it actually end up playing out in that regard? Like, I am legend. Give you the floor back and please uh, put out your website again uh, for sure. all of the resources and references where we can back all this up and then I'll just give you the floor. Yeah, thank you for that. First and foremost, from, from a documentary point of view and self-legal help, VaxChoice, V-A-X-Choice.com. There's a full repository of everything that we're talking about is there and other things. Um, self-help legal documents. And if you sign up, you can get a daily update there's no donation button there's no nothing we just put this out for people's benefit separately there's truthforhealth.org dr uh lee vliet is in charge of that and she's put out a marburg fact sheet along with some things that we can do to try and stop what's coming or at least prevent it just like the covid situation there are medications that dr chambers can talk about there are therapeutics of course the cdc got rid of those therapeutics and its advisory um, saying only thing you know that they, you can do to treat Marburg is uh, is a vaccine. There's one actually already prepared for this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think it's getting its emergency use. Can, can you imagine the, the the ramifications of that one of the Marburg vaccine? Right now, which also tells us this is going to happen. Secondarily, yesterday we got uh, information from a source from a whistleblower 
showing us that they are now training people on urban collection, isolation, and detention uh, in reference to public health emergency. So they're now training it. This, this training happens next week in South Carolina, once again in July. I'm sure that this is happening in more than one place. The United Nations has already hired uh, people, specialists in quarantining uh, that is on their payroll. That happened last year. I haven't seen if they've done it more recently. My point in telling you this, folks, is that, that we have tools to not fall for this again. There are therapeutic, therapeutic drugs that are available. Um, I think one of them is called Fenben in the 444. Again, I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm biased on this subject, but, you know. Do as the Lord leads you, but, you know, you cannot drug your body into good health. And I'm not saying there's drugs that haven't saved lives and these types of things, but I'm talking long-term. You know, your your best insurance is having a strong, functioning immune system. And you're the one that creates that. You have to create that. Drugs cannot create that in your system. Um, milligrams. And then uh, I understand from talking to doctors in Africa that have treated this that ozone, either IV or insufflated, also yeah. tends to, to okay, work. great. Where are you going to get ozone infusion therapy treatment in America? Trust me, I've looked into it, and it was more prevalent at one point. But again, anything that's going to actually cure something like ozone, um, because you can, yeah, you can eliminate things with ozone. The problem is, is they go after all the doctors that are doing it, and you've pretty much got to be an MD to even do it. And the last time I checked, there were fewer and fewer doctors that were doing it. And it's going to be something that is not practical because even if you could find a doctor and Marburg's broke out, um, that doctor is going to be either probably shut down or so deluged with patients that they're not going to be able to see straight. So fat chance on, on, on getting that type of treatment. You could drink, yeah, I guess you could drink ozonated water and stuff like that. I just, I feel like my... My protocol is a, a more of a sound way to actually, because you're rebuilding, you're building up the immune system. Um, so I, I also have one whistleblower inside of FEMA who said that the, the plan is to scare the hell out of everybody and scare them into going to the quarantine centers because they don't think they can collect everybody by themselves. That um, the, the doors will be open. And then, of course, in there, you will get your mandatory shot because you came in voluntarily. So what we'd like to do is, is help people understand, don't run to the FEMA camps because you're going to get one of these shots, just like the COVID ones. Uh, and number two, you can treat this yourself. There's preparation you can do. And if we get the word out sufficiently, I think we can stop this like we did in Cochise County and like um, another lawyer friend of mine, Jamie Shear, did in New York. We got to get the word out. We got to stop this. So uh, that's great. And a couple key points there. So what you said, if I understood correctly, is that uh, this is how they are going to make sure there are no fair elections yet again. And I've been saying that is, there is they don't intend to allow any revenge tour uh, at all. They don't intend fair elections to ever happen again. And this is the mechanism to do that. Is that correct? It, it is correct. And then on top of that, so yes, it's very insightful. So secondary to that, is that upon the invocation of these emergency powers, which are now permanent, by the way, in all 50 states, there is never again going to be a constitution, and all of that power is being ceded in the WHO, now by contract. It was by charter, 
now it's by contract. So this is your one world government all being created at one time with this particular emergency. Your rights as a human being are gone, by the way. There are two UN conventions, the International Convention on Civil and Political Rights and the International Convention on Human Rights that says they cannot force you to do medical experiments. Guess what? Those don't count anymore. Your constitution doesn't count anymore. We're in a position where we, the people, right, at a county level, and Dr. Chambers will talk about this, we take back our country from our own traitors in government or we're done. We're done as a species. And you, and so you have already, you're saying that you have successfully executed a counteroffensive in Cochise County of doing this. Is that correct? Uh, that's right. It was actually the, the city council, uh, the Republican majority who voted down the $1.9 million. We just brought it to light. They did their job and said, we don't want your FEMA money, your $1.9 million to build this uh, quarantine center. That's right. And the Catskills, too. Yeah, you have to get uh, this. Another thing I preach all the time, and again, you know, been with the G my whole career, is you got to get off the federal team. No HIDA, no high-intensity drug trafficking area centers, no OCDF, no organized crime drug trafficking uh, area uh, monies for Title Three wiretaps. None of that. It's got to get off the, fi the federal tit completely uh, and restore Republic trying to work with... Uh, uh, Sheriff Mack and his organization on that uh, as well. Uh, so, so there is a model already to do this. And is that model about Cochise County also on your website? It is, and I'm going to send it to you again. What happened is HHS entered into a, a IGA, intergovernmental agreement for the construction of this county and training for people who were supposed to man this thing. I'll make sure you have all of those documents. And by the way, when we went to a reporter who wanted to do a, a story about us and provide all the information, he backed away. So they don't want this out. And I have the document trail. I have all the law. And I, and I will certainly provide that to you. And we'll make sure it's also up on Vax Choice. And, hopefully and this is also part of the Safe Cities thing with Holder, who went yes, after me and DOJ, and you, which is basically federalizing all the police departments into one state security uh, apparatus. And you know how cor corrupt the FBI is now. Even though I graduated from FBI Academy back in 1990, I've had Ed Morales, the hero of the Miami gunfight, on my show, who said, "Hey, I want to. If the FBI came to my door, I wouldn't even talk to him." Uh, yeah. Today. So, so one other part of your safe cities thing, Jeffrey, is that it allows for mayors, their own independent authority, to call in foreign troops to quell uprisings and disturbances. So that's inviting blue helmets or whatever right into your city. It's but and it's mayors that have that authority under that. Well, I know you got to go, so I'm just going to – anything else you want to uh, close with, and then we'll talk with Doc Chambers, who doesn't have to go. Yeah, so Dr. Chambers will get into something we talked about earlier today. My, my biggest issue is this. The, the next one – the next shooter drop is coming, and then they will cause 30 million people to pour across our borders. Most of those will be enemy occupiers. Some are already housed on our military reservations as our military members. So this is a whole other – set can of worms that he's talking about now with an absolute total explosion of illegals many of them embedded fifth column soldiers uh, muslims chinese you name it um embedded you know coming here which we, we that's one of the prayer points that i have uh that's a whole other can of worms he's in reference to there fallen out because they were forced to get these shots Others are prepared to walk in and take over. The law of war states that when alien occupiers take over substantial government functions, your nation is dead. That is happening as we speak right now. And we've got to take our country back now or it's never.
Yeah. It just seems like to me between this this UN treaty they're you know debating or whatever here starting on May 22nd between then and November what he mentioned about the elections as well it it would seem to be that that might be some type of linchpin trigger triggering thing for uh for this stuff to go down now God can intervene and he's done that I believe many many times prior to this I think that if the, again I've said this before if the new world new world order had their way 1984 George Orwell's 1984 that year would have been a reality and obviously we're not even there yet we're moving in that direction but they're way behind schedule so um you know just wanted to kind of throw that in now for much more confirmation of the interview i give you another link here which goes a little bit more into the marburg payloads in the human victims and the 5g i and again i give you my previously covered stuff that i went over before about marburg okay i, I just i copied and pasted that into the study so you would have this um then the next video is video shows full remote control over nervous system via brain implant. Klaus Schwab predicts such control over humanity. All right, folks, uh, we'll go out to your phone calls here in just a moment before we welcome Brant Hathaway and Leslie Manukian in the third hour. But I got two videos I want to show you, and I'm struggling to figure out in what order I want them to be played. I think we'll start with clip number two here. Start with clip number two as we investigate an exciting new advancement in technology. Yes, folks, it's not enough anymore to simply manipulate you through the information that you have access to, through your hormonal receptions, such as dopamine or adrenaline, by invoking fear or giving you the you know, pleasure of receiving a like on your post. No longer is it this, you know, pseudo-direct control so facebook social media all these things they put up they they did this on purpose because the every time you get a like you get a hit a dopamine okay and and this is why social media can become so addictive because it's this this validation and this feel-good center of your brain and i'm validated but then your your life can become literally enslaved to that whole concept and this is what they're banking on Meanwhile, they're data mining all your information, and that's one of the primary reasons, you know, they put social media up to begin with. Of the mind being uh, exploited. They've gone a step beyond now. Direct control over minds using remote controls. It's really an astonishing thing. Let's go now to this exciting scientific advancement that uh, scientists are now making. <laughs> so amazing that you just press a button and the beetle starts walking <laughs> so now i'm watching this video and they've literally got this it looks like a dung beetle and it's they've got i guess electrodes whatever and they can make the thing walk fly fly right fly left and you know that they've got the same capability with humans and this is why they're wanting to the, the it was so important for them to get the operating system and it is an operating system in these covid kill shots they've have went over that all before and the nano nanotech and the graphene oxide and how it interfaces with the brain and the self-assembly nanotech in the body um and then what we just talked about with the attorney where he was talking about if they you know pulse the five the uh, 5g at 18 gigahertz for 
three one-minute intervals, then it's going to release those nan lipid nanoparticles and the Marburg payload will be deployed. But it's also going to be able to interact with all the nanotech in your body. So will they be able to control if this does happen? Will they be able to control these zombies? Will they be able to? I, I don't know. But, you know, just zombies alone would be bad enough, I would think. It's, I, I don't know. It seems almost unreal uh, that you can that you can kind of achieve this in a in a living creature. If I press one more time, uh -huh. 0 0.2, 0 0.5 hertz, so it's faster. Then That's, <laughs> this is really amazing. One hertz. So he's if making them. Change, he's so making the beetle go faster and faster, depending on how many hertz he's putting into the beetle. Galloping. I press this button, so it will change to galloping. So yes. And this is when it runs faster, basically. Yeah, it's, it's the staff frequency is one hertz. Uh huh. No, it's two hertz. Wow. So for our radio listeners, yes, there is a beetle strapped to a table with wires going into it, and they are controlling it like a remote control. Uh -huh. And do you think is he struggling to kind of stop these stimulation signals? Ah, uh, yes, I think so. But still, it obeys. Yeah. And this just keeps on working like this. Oh uh, yes. It doesn't get used to it or something. It doesn't. No, no, no. I stimulate even like for more than half an yeah, hour. He keeps d doing different frequencies, and it just keeps going faster and faster. He doesn't want to do it. He's trying to fight it, but he's he's basically under mind control. This beetle. Still like this. We simulate more than seven days, more than one week. Uh -huh. And it keeps working. Yes, yes. <laughs> You're Did putting you in electrical signals in, in, into the beetle now. Mm -hmm. But is it using up its <laughs> own nerds stimulating uh, a beetle? <laughs> energy source basically is it using the food that it eats to drive the muscles, or yes. are the muscles driven by the electricity? Uh, yes, the food. So you have to feed it yeah. to be able to yes, keep on doing yes, this. Yes, yes. Looking at this thing, it's. Right, it's so Let's go quickly to uh, actually, clip that, that, three here. It's titled, Enslave the Beatles to Save the World Peacefully. You see this uh, in an even more advanced mode. This is a very impressive room. <laughs> we like a beetle to fly as long as possible. Then we use this smooth paper, and we release the beetle and the flying beetle. Even crash on the walls, still the beetle go back to the uh, arena uh -huh. to fly. Yeah. Uh, we make the air gap between the paper and the actual wall. So they're they're going to control the beetle flying now, and they again they've got this nano circuitry on the beetle, and it does what the guy has it do. Because the beetle crash on the wall, and then the beetle and those, uh, our device does not be uh, damaged. Should I imagine it? Do so this beetle a has a little remote control a engine on it. A Wii they use a Wii remote <laughs> to control the way that it flies. All right. All I gotta do is blow on its back to make its wings go, and then I can control it with this controller by pressing a button and moving it to the side. <laughs> Elon Musk can do this to liberals yeah, yeah. using okay. Twitter. So yeah, direct. They have direct remote control access to the bug's uh, nervous system. Hey, it worked. It went right. Can I and try they again? can actually control which way it flies. So there you have a brain implant on a bug that is controlling against its will. The guy says, like, yeah, the, the bug's trying to fight it, but we control its brain. And it's not, as he said, using the... This is one of the th main things Elon Musk wants everybody to have. We're going to, Lord willing, if I can get to it next week, we'll do a section on Elon Musk, on that devil that they're pumping into it to move it it's the natural processes of the beetle it's just the nervous system that's been hijacked by this implant 
If you don't think this is coming, you know, well, it's a Beatles. Sure, they'll do it to Beatles. Yeah, yeah, because Beatles are so different, right? It's not like we have the same uh, neurological impulses that can be controlled like this. If you don't think this is where they're going, and this is where InfoWars is tomorrow's news today, there's a lot of people now talking about chip implants to pay for things and palm scanning, like we told you about that mm. years ago. Here's what we're telling you is coming next. Direct brain control implants mandated just like the masks just like everything else that they did through covid it will be an existential crisis that people are able to think the things that they think without oversight of the the overlords and uh, that's a problem for them so they'll soon have direct access subdermal brain access to your physical functions you don't think that's coming well here's klaus schwab bragging about it let's watch the operating system's already been installed if you took the COVID shot. That that baseline operating system's already there. Just like those lipid nanoparticles haven't been activated yet. Like I said, the the, the nanotech that's already inside the, the people that have gotten the, the uh, COVID kill shot, um, that's just waiting to be activated. And it's, it, I'm, it's already inter, um, interacting with 5G base stations and cell phones and giving off Bluetooth signals. I, I saw this thing the other day. Now they're getting um, one of the things they're doing now is they're going. People are going to recently buried people at grave at cemeteries, and and many much of the time they're giving off a Bluetooth signal from the grave because evidently the Bluetooth that's the operating system that's been installed via the COVID shots are still working. Now how long it'll end up working, I I don't know if it's but um, that's something I, I, and I haven't verified that yet, but I, I'm seeing those videos start to pop up. Can you imagine that in 10 years when we are sitting here, we have an implant in our uh, brains and um, I can immediately feel because you all will have implants. <laughs> so according to Satan, we'll all have implants. If we take the genetic, what what is it the the uh, the uh, genetic? What did he say that that quote or whatever? Um, uh, if you take the genetic etatine, yeah, then and and that's what he says. If you take these, if you take the genetic etatine, it will change you, meaning. You're not going to be you anymore. You're a cyborg. And not only you're a cyborg, your DNA has been overwritten. You've had genes deleted. You've had your DNA overwritten. And you're not fully human anymore. And this is the same devil saying that everybody's going to have human brain implants. But can you imagine that in 10 years when we are sitting here, we have an implant in our uh, brains and um, I can immediately feel, because you all will have implants, <laughs> I no, can we measure your, your brain waves, and I can immediately tell you how the people react, or I can feel uh, how the people react um, to your answers. Uh, is it imaginable? Um, I, I think that is imaginable. I think... Um, I, I think, you know, you can imagine that. You can imagine, well, you're going to be sort of 
transplanted into you know the the internet so to speak to live forever in a digital realm uh you know you can imagine that having your uh, your conscious uploaded into a mainframe which is another one of their of course you'll go straight to hellfire but supposedly your consciousness will be uploaded into into the cloud into the mainframe into the borgian hive mind system that's one of the things where you know you don't have to worry about aging or whatever and, and you can just um you know i guess drink soda pop and eat popcorn and hot pockets and play video games all day long and never have to worry about sleeping and what i don't know whatever carrot they're gonna use to try but that's one of the main goals of of the united nations I mean, we've went over those goals before. Just in your biological incarnation are going to live to be some you know, very long age. Uh... So that was Klaus Schwab talking with Google owner or Google founder Sergey Brin at the World Economic Forum about how you will have brain implants very soon. And they are trying to live forever, just like InfoWars has told you the entire time. Just know where this is going. Know that even now... As this is being implemented, even the far right dissident, you know, people still see this as some sort of fantasy conspiracy theory that's not worth paying attention to. And they'll think that right up until the order comes down that mandates they get an implant in their brain for safety and climate change. That's <laughs> going to happen, folks. You don't think it will. Then uh, just imagine five years ago if I told you they were going to lock down the entire United States for two years over the flu you wouldn't have believed that either and this is why i've been saying from the very beginning going back since the start of the ministry resist 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 every single wicked thing they're trying to do to take away your privacy to try to um pull you into this hive mind system through smartphones through whatever the various and sundry and myriad of different ways they're trying to do it resist it don't comply use cash i mean just try to you know stay off the radar as much as you, make yourself as small of a target as possible you know um don't give in and comply with their systems whenever that is possible all right so let's go further here um oh okay i am totally out of time so um uh, god bless you and we will see you in part two